Welcome to the Broadcast Storm, episode number 99, Categories of Twisted Pair Cabling. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Wallace, and in this episode of the Broadcast Storm, I thought we would talk about some of the different categories out there of twisted pair cabling, because we hear about Cat5, Cat5e, Cat6, Cat6a. Let's talk about what the differences are, and where we might use one category of cable over another category of cable. Before we dive into the categories, though, let's think for a moment about why we say that the pairs are twisted. If you look at one of these Ethernet cables, you'll see that it has eight wires. We have orange, orange-white, blue, blue-white, green, green-white, and brown, brown-white. Those are the colors on the eight different wires in the cable, and we typically wire those up when we attach them to an RJ45 connector. We typically use the IATIA 568B standard but why are the wires twisted in the first place? Well, that's an effort to prevent EMI, electromagnetic interference. Since these wires are copper wires, they can have noise, interference injected on them if they're too close to some electrical source that's radiating an electromagnetic field, like a large power line or a big motor starting up, or there's lots of things that could cause electromagnetic interference. And by twisting the pairs of wires together, we're causing the wires to insulate themselves from receiving that electromagnetic interference, or EMI, and we're also preventing them from radiating any electromagnetic interference. We know that an electromagnetic waveform cannot pass through a perfect conductor. Well, these copper wires are not perfect conductors, but they're pretty good. And by making the twists tight... They're overlapping so close together that most frequencies traveling over the wires would not be able to be radiated out or received on that wire. You see, in order to have an antenna to radiate out or pick up a signal, that antenna length needs to be one quarter the wavelength of the signal being sent or received. And by creating these tight twists, we're essentially making really, really short antennas that would not be able to pick up these commonly used frequencies. Of course, it's not perfect. We don't have perfect conductors, and there could be some higher frequencies that are interfering with our signal, but it's a really good start. Now, some twisted pair cabling will have some shielding around it. We might have a braiding that goes around our different cables. We might have foil that's wrapping around our cables. Sometimes the braiding will go around all the wires within a cable, and then the individual pairs, they'll have foil around them, or maybe there's foil around the bundle of eight wires. And when you're looking at a particular cable type, if it says UTP, that means unshielded twisted pair. There's no braiding. There's no foil. If you see it referred to as STP, that's shielded twisted pair, typically meaning that all eight wires have a braiding around them. If you see an F before the twisted pair, an FTP, we're not talking about fall transfer here. We're talking about having the wires shielded with foil. And if it's both, if you have maybe a braiding going around all the cables, but within that braiding, you've got individual pairs with foil wrapped around them. That will be SFTP, shielded foil twisted pair. Those are some of the different options out there for how we can protect our cabling from becoming antennas and radiating out electromagnetic interference or receiving electromagnetic interference. And now that we understand why the pairs are twisted in the first place, let's think about some of the more common types of twisted pair cabling. When I first got into the business back in the late 80s, early 90s, I was working at a university and we were installing Ethernet connections throughout the university and we were using 10 base T. 10 megabits per second. And the great news was 10 megabits per second worked just fine on existing telephone cabling. We had a PBX, a private branch exchange telephone system in the university, 
And it was category three wiring that was used for that. Category three supported 10 megabits per second just fine. In fact, if people were running token ring, you could actually go as high as 16 megabits per second on category three cabling. But that's not very fast by today's standards. We probably want something that has a bit more capacity. So as we were installing new cables, again, this is back in the 90s, we would install Category 5 or Cat 5 cabling. By the way, there is a Cat 4 cabling. I skipped over that. It's not really used very much. It's used for token ring, typically, or used to be used for token ring. But you still hear a lot about Cat 5 and Cat 5e. And Category 5 was what we were installing when it was common to do fast Ethernet, 100 megabits per second. But technically, you can do a gigabit per second. You can do a thousand base T over category five cabling. And if you're doing that, by the way, you're using all eight wires in the cable. If you're doing a hundred base TX, you're doing fast ethernet over cat five. You only have to use four wires. And people used to do something called pair splitting where they would run a single cable with its eight wires. And then at the end, they would take four of the wires connected to one connector and the other four wires connected to another connector. And they essentially got two connections out of the same cable because Fast Ethernet could get by with just two pairs of wires. However, now that we're talking gigabit and higher, yeah, it's going to be all eight wires. We're not able to do that pair splitting trick anymore. Now, Category 5E, you see that out there a lot. It also will do a gigabit. It will also do 1,000 base T. It can, I haven't seen any applications that take advantage of this, but it can go as high as 2.5 gigabits per second. And we're doing this typically with unshielded twisted pair. But there are some Category 5E cables out there that have that braiding around the bundle of eight wires. In other words, it's STP, it's shielded twisted pair instead of unshielded twisted pair. But most commonly, you'll see unshielded twisted pair used for Category 5E cabling. Then came Category 6. Category 6 can get up as high as 10 gigabits per second over a shorter distance. These other speeds I've been talking about, the 10 megabits per second, the 100 megabits per second, the 1,000 megabits per second, those have been over distances of 100 meters. Well, now, if we have Category 6 and we want to go at 10 gigabits per second, there's more of a distance limitation, and that limitation is 55 meters if you want to run at 10 gigabits per second. But you could still do the full 100 meters for 1 gig and fast Ethernet. If you want to do 100 meters at 10 gigabits per second, you could look at Category 6A cabling. That's what I recently installed in a new home we just built. I thought I want to future-proof this thing, and even though I don't have anything that talks 10 gigabits per second today, I want to have wiring in the walls that can do it easily and not worry about distance limitations. So we installed Category 6A all over the home. And it was a pain to put RJ45 connectors on, I'll tell you. There's the braiding around all the eight wires. And then the eight wires themselves are bundled in pairs with foil around them. So it's a little difficult to get down to the wires to actually put the ends on. But when the day comes, when I do have 10 gigabit per second devices, at least I can run them over my Category 6A cabling. There's also Category 7 and Category 7A. Those categories will also do 10 gigabits per second over 100 meters. The main use case you hear for Category 7 is where you can do your regular telephone cable, and your cable TV, and one gigabit per second of data over a single cable. In other words, you're doing POTS, plain old telephone service, CATV, community antenna television, or cable service, and one gigabit per second of data. Voice, video, and data all going over the same cable. That's the claim to fame for Category 7 and Category 7A. And there are a few flavors of Category 8 cabling. There's Category 8, 
8.1, 8.2. And if you see these at all today, it's most likely to be in a data center environment. It's where we have higher speeds, maybe running something like a quad SFP plus transceiver where we're running at 40 gigabits per second. That's what these category eight uh, twisted pair cables can do. They max out at 40 gigabits per second. And by the way, a quad SFP plus, we talked about that in a previous episode. An SFP is a small form factor pluggable. It's a little transceiver you can plug into maybe an ethernet switch to get you a higher uplink speed. And an SFP typically runs at one gigabit per second. An SFP plus runs at 10 gigabits per second. And if you have a quad SFP plus, you're logically bundling four of those 10 gig connections together, giving you 40 gigabits per second of bandwidth. And we can support that with our category eight cabling. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this look at different categories of twisted pair cabling, and I hope you'll keep these different characteristics in mind when you're doing your next installation. And it's on that note that we'll wrap up this episode of the Broadcast Storm. Mm -hmm.